theextraordinarychurch.ca podcast, where ordinary people experience extraordinary life in Jesus Christ. You are about to hear a message that will encourage you to become and experience all that Jesus Christ has for you. Are you ready? Open up your Bibles because something extraordinary is about to happen. Well, let's open up our Bibles to the book of Isaiah, the 43rd chapter. I appreciate an anointed praise team. Didn't they do a great job for the glory of the Lord? Praise God. Amen. The book of Isaiah, the 43rd chapter. I'm going to be reading out of the New Living Translation and probably be doing that quite a bit this year. Uh, This is the translation that I'm reading this year and I'm going to stick in the NLT. It's a commitment, not uh, something that I often do trying to stick to a particular translation annually, though I have many that I refer to. uh, And of course, everybody has an affinity for a particular translation. The one that uh, kind of top of my list is the New King James, uh, and then probably the ESV and the NLT are close seconds. But I'm in the NLT in 2021. Praise God. Let's look at Isaiah 43 and 18, 19. Isaiah 43, the word of the Lord reads, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Praise God. And by the help of the Holy Ghost, And with his anointing, I want to preach this thought to you. Happy Renew Year. Happy Renew Year. Would you lift your hands and pray with me? Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for supernatural anointing to rest upon your servant here as I preach and teach your word. And I endeavor to do so with relevancy and with accuracy. I pray and I that the gift of faith is released into this atmosphere. Send your ministering angels, arrest our attention, God, so that we're captivated and focused on you. I pray that you would speak to every wounded heart. I silence the voice of the enemy that's been screaming loud in somebody's ear all day. I command him in the name of Jesus to stop so that they can hear your word and receive what you have and be free and walk in your liberty, walk in your joy. I give you thanks and praise for this in the name of Jesus Christ. And whether you're at home or with us here, would you just clap your hands and magnify him? Hallelujah. We worship you, God, and we give you praise. Amen. Amen. Happy Renew Year. Well, we just wrapped up another year. And if you're like me, there have been many blessings this past year. But also, as I look back, there are some things that I wish I had done differently. I said it in an email that I sent out to the church, but 2020 will probably be the most appropriate time to say that 2020, uh, the past year was perfect hindsight. And that is indeed the case. And I look back, there's no doubt about it. I would do some things differently. But it is a gift of God. It's the favor and the grace of God that has us here on the precipice of a brand new year. 
2021 is a clean canvas that God puts in our hands and by his spirit I believe we can paint a beautiful picture this coming year a year of renewal a year of revival a year of numerical and spiritual growth I believe that this can happen in our lives I believe it to be the will of God is anybody eager to grow in him is anybody eager to know him more is there anybody that's purposing that I'm not going to have a repeat of 2020 the Lord never left me but I'm going to lean in and press in and know him more if that's you today give him praise let him know he's the apple of your eye let him know he's your magnificent obsession let him know he is your desire praise God the Bible tells us very clearly that our days are numbered as a matter of fact the psalmist said give us a heart of wisdom so that we might understand that our days are numbered I don't know the number of my days and you who are watching don't know the number of your days but this much I can tell you for sure your number my number is less than it was yesterday Here's something else I know. When it comes to the number of our days, there is no negotiating. There is no bartering. There is no borrowing. There are some things in life you just can't borrow. You can't borrow somebody else's relationship with Jesus Christ. You can't borrow somebody else's talents. You can't borrow somebody else's days. Your days, my days have been numbered by God. You and I will not live one single solitary second beyond what God has appointed for us. Our departure flight will not be delayed. Your one and only life had a beginning and it will certainly will have an ending. Your death certificate is just as certain as your birth certificate unless his return comes while we are alive. You and I only get one shot in this thing called life. There is no do-over. So that raises the stakes on how we live in 2021. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live some normal routine route mechanical existence. I don't want to just be a part of the church. I want to, I want to see what God told us we would see. He said that greater work shall we do. I don't want to just say one thing, but I want to experience that which I preach. I want to experience that which makes my heart leap. I want to see unprecedented revival in the greater Toronto area, and I believe it will happen in 2021 if we're going to pursue him with everything that we have we're being real and I was talking to my brother yesterday we were FaceTiming and he just called me out you know family will call you out praise God they'll tell you he said man we were, we were chatting and I don't think we had that was the first time we had spoken in 2021 <clears throat> he said man you look tired bro I was like I was like, is it that bad? He was like, yeah, you look rough. I was like, oh, snap. Thanks so much. But you know what? It's the grace of God that we're here. If some of us were honest, we'd have to admit that our lives have never been more full, but perhaps never less fulfilled. Our lives feel cluttered and feel confused. We feel overloaded and perhaps somebody feels overwhelmed. We run fast, but we can't outrun the emptiness sometimes that we feel. We secretly wonder if there is all, if this is all there is, or if this is how life was meant to be lived. My prayer in 2021 is that you would feel more alive than ever in Jesus Christ. 
So where, is, where do we start? How do we, I've got this word for you. I need you to get this in your spirit. How do we start? Where do we start? Let me tell you where we start. We start with alignment. I want you to let that sink in. We start with alignment. I was having a conversation last night with an elder in my life. I've only got two. I call him prophet. Many of you all have been exposed to his ministry. Uh, and I know I run big things by him. I, he's a great counsel and a great confidant. He didn't know what the Lord had spoken to me concerning 2021. But this is a year of alignment. And last night he told me something that he's been wanting to tell me. He'd been pinging me and texting me, man, let's get together. Uh, he was, uh, God has revealed some things to him. And he said, I, I want to share with you what God had revealed to me. And I said, okay, prophet, we're going to do it. Holidays got away from us. And we were talking yesterday. And you know what he told me? He said, son, here's what God revealed to me. He revealed it to me as clear as day. He began to walk me through the scriptures and he began to show me things and where it started in the Garden of Eden. And he looked, he looked, I see, he, he sounded with conviction. He said, things are out of order. In other words, they are not in alignment. I am telling you right now, this is the season, this is the day that we better be in alignment with what God has for us. We better be in alignment with his will and his purpose for our lives. We better align ourselves with his values. We better align ourselves with his instruction and commandments. We better align ourselves with the things that make his heart leap. Here's something that will help you get alignment. Romans 13, 11. And 12 out of the new living it says this is all the more urgent for you know how late it is time is running out wake up for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed the night is almost gone the day of salvation will soon be here so remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of right living can I tell you we are living in what I believe to be the last days time is indeed running out he will split the eastern sky we better be looking to the hills from which cometh our help we better understand the urgency of the hour we need to understand the stakes that are before us the timing has arrived his return is near may we get an alignment so that we can experience an end time harvest in this day come on and give him praise right where you are why don't you just begin to lift your hands and say God I want to be in alignment with what you have I want to be in alignment with your will in other words what am I saying not my will but your will be done not my dreams but your dreams be done not my passion but your passion be done in my life the year 2021 stands before us it's arrived it's like a child it's 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 like a, we we just we just dedicated a child to it's like a newborn child my family now we had the the privilege of dedicating a child this past new year's eve zion who absolutely had a marvelous disposition and was so remarkably attentive as we were dedicating him. He did not make one single peep. He was so sweet. But then as we were up here, he was just looking at me and so engaged. It was fabulous. It's like a child who could grow up to be the premier. Like an infant with pudgy hands reaching out beyond their grasp. It's like the lawn covered with fresh snow. It's, 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 it's the fact that 2021 is 
bundled up with a ton of possibilities. The opportunities are unlimited. What am I trying to get you to understand? It's a new thing. It's a new thing. I know that we shouldn't desire the new. I know there are some old precious truths that we must cling to. I firmly believe we reach into the future with the truths of the past. I'm not talking about doctrinal revelations, but I am talking about a godly manifestation. I am talking about getting God in your life in such a way that's so real and so tangible you can't imagine it. I'm speaking of God opening up doors that you thought were slammed shut. I'm speaking of God unfolding something so precious, so tender in your life. This can be the year of your miracle. This can be the year of a new season. 2021 is the year of alignment and God wants to do something new for you. If you believe it, give him praise. If you believe it, tell him, God, I receive it. If you believe it, tell him I'm coming after you. Praise God. Alignment is so important. I have a friend, he's now, he's, he's, he's since passed, but he was a family friend. He was a chiropractor. And oftentimes in the city I grew up in, my wife, myself, uh, my whole family, mom, dad, I mean, you name it. We all went to go see Dr. John Hall. And man, if we felt like we were out of alignment, uh, if whatever it was that precipitated that misalignment, if you will, we would go see the chiropractor. And man, he, he, it'd be funny. We'd tease him. He would say, man, it's going to sound like popcorn popping. You know, your, your spine just crack, 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 crack. And man, but when you get done, you're like, oh, man. Man, the alignment before, and you kind of come in, you're like, I remember one time I was in so much pain. This was in Florida. Something had happened. I must have been playing or doing something, but it was so uncomfortable that I could hardly, my neck, I was like this. I was walking, and I had to go see a chiropractor, and they did what they needed to do, and next thing I know, I was walking straight, and I could move and pick up stuff. That's what happens when we're out of alignment, God wants us to get in alignment with him. The things that you've wanted God to see God do through you are going to happen this year. As long as you get in alignment with him, something new, a new prayer life, a new walk with God, a greater confidence in worshiping him, souls being saved, bodies being healed, hearts being fixed, marriages being restored, People being mended. God wants to do that in 2021. Something new, I'm telling you. A new prayer answer. A new dream fulfilled. Painful hurts cured. Relationships made strong. Shattered hopes restored. I know it's hard to believe, but I'm telling you, we serve a God who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. It's a new thing. He said, I'll do a new thing. I'll do a new thing. I'll do a new thing. That's exactly how the people in the Old Testament felt. They felt like we've been in Babylon so long. They couldn't see the possibility of God doing something new. Miracles were in the past. Healing was in the past. Provision was in the past. They served a God of yesterday, not one who could do something new. But God said, I'll do a new thing. Praise God, a new thing. Can I just encourage you for a moment? Quit talking about what he did yesterday. Talk about what he can do today. 
Praise God. Quit focusing on what he did for others and realize he can do it for you. I'm not telling you not to celebrate with others, but what I'm telling you is understand if he did it for them, he can do it for you. He's not the God of yesterday. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the God of it all. Praise God. And what I was saying is he's not just the God of yesterday. God is doing something new for you. He desires to do something new for me. 2021 is full of hope. I believe this will be a good year. I know you might, we might not be starting off the year like we anticipated, but I'm telling you, promises are going to be fulfilled. I'm telling you right now, the church of Jesus Christ will be built. We will be stronger. We will see revival. And guess what? It's going to happen. It is happening. I want you to get rid of the concept or the construct that revival has to happen just in these four walls. The devil is a liar. We're going to find out this year in 2021 that revival is going to happen outside of the walls. Why? Because we're getting into alignment. We're getting into alignment. More miracles happened in the streets than they did in the temples. If you read the scriptures, I'm telling you right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, as we get into alignment, we're going to see miracles, signs, and wonders. We're going to see souls being born into the kingdom. I'm telling you, we're entering into a season where people are so hungry for God, you'll be baptizing them in tubs. They'll be receiving the spirit in their homes. God is going to do it. He, they can receive the spirit just as soon as we're watching as they're watching right now i'm telling you we serve a god who is able praise god new 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 think about it you all are familiar with this new wine skins jesus spoke of the impossibility of keeping wine that was fermenting in dry old wine skins these old wine skins are brittle they weren't made to flex, to give way, to bend. He said, if you put new wine in old bottles, what'll happen? You'll lose both. The old wineskins will burst and the new wine will disappear. There is some new life that wants to flow. Whew, I feel that. You can't put an old prayer life. You can't put it in an old status, status quo mentality. If you do, are you hearing me? You'll lose both. We need new life flowing. Praise God. We need new life flowing into our homes. We need new strength coming into our lives. We need new power. We need new hearts. We need new minds. You can't keep feeding on the old way of living. Praise God. You can't keep feasting on that mess. You can't neglect the new that is growing within. Praise God. I feel that for a moment. I want you just to lift your hands and pray with me. You can't neglect the new. You can't neglect the new that's growing within. I'm telling you, you got to grow that thing. You got to bless that thing. You got to feed that thing that God is trying to grow in you, that new thing. What I want you to understand, neglect is the enemy of new. Let me show you something. Neglect is the enemy of new. Look at Isaiah 43, 22 through 24. But dear uh, family of Jacob, you refuse to ask for my help. You have grown tired of me, O Israel. You have not brought me sheep or goats for burnt offerings. You have not honored me with sacrifices, though I have not burdened and wearied you with requests for grain offerings and frankincense. 
You have not brought me fragrant calamus or pleased me with the fat from sacrifices. Instead, you have burdened me with your sins and wearied me with your faults. See, that was the promise. Something new is coming. But we neglected, he said, he said, you neglected to call on me. You've grown weary of me. You've not sacrificed. You've not worshipped. You've not given to me. But you got weary of me. Therefore, I got weary of you. Neglect not the gift that is within thee, Paul told Timothy. Don't neglect what God is doing for you. He's doing something new, something incredibly powerful. And if you neglect it, it won't grow. But if you would, if you would focus on and invest in and bless and encourage and nurture what God is doing, a new thing will happen in your life. Praise God. Let me give you 10 ways you can mess up a new. You can look at everything but God's word. Let me tell you, you want to mess your new year up? <laughs> Just keep watching CBC and CTV and binge all you want on news. Can I tell you, when temptation knocks, it's God's word that must do the answering. Only the word of God is what sends the devil packing. Two, let your flesh tell your spirit what you will and won't do. Oh my God, if we're going to get in alignment with what God has for us, we can't let our flesh dictate to us the parameters of our worship. We can't let our flesh dictate to us. This is why we're fasting right now to get our flesh under our feet. I know it's uncomfortable, but you know what? Right now, you can just begin to worship and you can begin to cry and you can begin to sing out to God. What are we saying? Get your flesh under your feet. Don't let your flesh tell your spirit what you will and won't do. Third thing, live on yesterday's bitterness. I know some folk who can't seem to get over yesterday. And the bitterness is eating away at them. The fourth thing, cling to little sins. You know about those little foxes. I'll preach this at some point or another, but little foxes make bad pets. But I'll tell you a story. A 400-year-old tree crashed to the forest floor. Over the centuries, it had been struck by lightning 14 times braved great windstorms and even defied an earthquake in the end however you know what it was killed by little beetles boring under the bark they chewed away at its mighty fibers until the giant of the forest lay broken on the ground see it's the little things that bother us and put us on the rack you can sit up on a mountaintop but you can't sit on a tack that's the truth. And that's a quote from Bill Tucker and Pat, Ma Pat Maxwell. Little things can either make us or they can break us. A little lie here, a little theft, a little laziness, a little criticism, a little attitude, a little neglect, a little drink, a little too often, a little sarcasm, a little denial, a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit, bit, bit. And before you know it, it all eventually adds up and we find ourselves being hurt and perhaps our relationships being destroyed. Why? Because of the little things that we've led into our lives. The fifth thing that we can do, we can run away from adversity. Can I tell you, I believe with all of my heart, we haven't come to fear this day, but we've come to shape this day. 
Don't run away when things get tough. As a matter of fact, plant your feet in the gospel. Look to the hills from which cometh your help and know that your God can do anything but fail. If he be for you, then who can be against you? Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Don't run away from adversity. Know that the God that is with you will see you through it and you'll be stronger for declaring his name and giving him the glory. Six, you got to dish the dirt and gossip. Seven, I'll just hurry up. You ditch your prayer life. Eight, you never finish where you start, what you started. Nine, you always blaming somebody else. Always somebody else. Well, if they would do this, can I just tell you, nobody else is going to make you happy. You can, um, uh, you, you, nobody is going to complete you. And somebody told, you know, I was, I was venting to somebody here recently about something. And you know what they said? It was family member too. Boy, your family, family tell you the truth quick and in a hurry. And they were like, you know what? They, they probably not think about you like you think. And I said, oh yeah, you know what? (laughs) You're probably right. Can I tell you, don't blame other people. The last thing, refuse to be different. We are not cut from the same cloth. We have been called out of darkness, brought into his marvelous light. Let God do a work in you that's new and fresh. So it's not like you just look like you came off the shelf or off the rack. God has a custom tailored calling for you. Israel, something new is before you. Something brand new is what the Lord said. But you wouldn't call on the God who makes all things new. So what am I trying to get you to understand, EC fam? To stay new, we must be renewed. To stay new, we must be renewed. Let me give you a couple of things that are going to help you remain renewed. A commitment to remain aligned with him. Not talking about your own desires, your own ambition. I'm not talking about your opinion or the opinion of others. You know what? You know what's so interesting about... um, let me just get, let me give you a practical example of how you can be aligned with him. Uh, praise God. Princess, why don't you come on up and just play it? Everybody else can come in a moment. But you know what? Here's, I, I just feel this in the Holy Ghost, so I'm going to share it with you. Uh, let me just tell you, the Bible talks about, Jesus told us, offenses will come. Offenses will come. People will offend you. But let me tell you how you can get in alignment with him. Uh, the Bible says, I believe in the 15th proverb, don't hold me to it, but Proverbs 15, 23 is what I think it is. It says that humility precedes honor. Now, I want you to think about this because this is how you can fix things. Often in the world, the world will tell you one thing. But isn't it interesting? The Bible tells us if your brother has ought against you, So in other words, if somebody has ought against me, the scripture tells us that I, not the individual who has the ought, but that I should go to that individual and make it right. In other words, the innocent party goes to the one who's guilty. In other words, only humility. The person who doesn't have any ought, the person who isn't upset, the person who isn't offended is the one who ought to go to them and repent. Humility is the way. This is how we get ourselves aligned with him. This is why we're fasting right now. We're praying. Can I tell you, if there's ever been a day that we need to be praying, it's now there's ever been a time we need to be denying ourselves it's now 
I'm not here to beat anybody up. I'm not talking about praying out of guilt. I'm not talking about praying because you feel condemned. I'm talking about praying to know him. Praying where you're eager to hear his voice. Where you want to connect with him. Where we humble ourselves in his presence. We have to be committed to aligning with him. And you know what's interesting about this? It's an everyday commitment. It's not just a, man, Sunday, whew, I felt the presence of the Lord. I had a chance to talk with you and I heard your voice. No, 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 no. It's daily. I'm seeking you to know you, to hear you, to, to be lost in your presence. We have to be aligned with him all the time. Second thing I want, to, I want you to put in your spirit I want to put in your spirit is a commitment to renew our attitude. A commitment. I, I, I could preach these all day long. I have to hurry. <laughs> but a commitment to renew our minds. Praise God. This is why Paul, he said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, present your bodies a living. He talks about renewing your mind. I'm not going to quote the whole passage, but he says, you got to renew your mind. Do you want to, you want to stay new? daily renew your mind renew your attitude don't allow yourself to be pulled down don't allow yourself to be pulled down by conversations don't allow yourself to be pulled down by negative attitudes and negative thoughts cast those things down and renew your mind the third thing that we have to do is have a commitment to be more grateful praise God oh what a difference gratitude would make you know what? You might not be where you want to be, but thank God you're not where you used to be. You might not have everything you want, but you know what? I have a feeling that you have more wants than you do needs because God is good to us. I'm thankful. Don't ever lose hope. Don't ever lose sight of the fact that we have breath in our lives. Sometimes we take so much for granted. Let's be thankful and bless his holy name. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving is anybody thankful that the Lord has kept you is anybody thankful to be full of his spirit is anybody thankful to know him and then oh I feel the Holy Ghost in me so much praise God praise God the next thing we need is a commitment to walk by faith walk by faith not by sight. How oh, I feel this in the Holy Ghost. Hear me. If we're going to be in alignment with Him, you can't walk by the natural eye. You can't lean on your own understanding. You can't rely on the counsel of everybody else. Some things are going to be unknown. Oof. Praise God. Some things you're going to have to trust. Some things you're just going to have to put one foot in front of the other and it not make sense I'm in the Holy Ghost some of you going to have to put one foot in front of the other without hearing from him because he already called you he already told you you know what it's by faith it's not by sight it's not by your rationale it's not by your wisdom it's not by your discernment it's by faith 
we're going to take this world by faith. We're going to see the gospel invade the homes of the greater Toronto area by faith. You're going to see your body healed by faith. You're going to see your marriage restored by faith. You're going to see your wayward children come home by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. It will happen by faith. Confidence in his word. Don't stagger at the promises of God. If God said it, it will come to pass. Let it happen by faith. Praise God. The next thing, I have two more. A commitment to a spiritual family and home. Praise God. Talking about alignment. I told my family yesterday, I said, you know what? I'm going to, by the grace of God, do better. Leading us. I said, I don't want this to be just a, an average year. We're just going through the motions. I said, so you know what? We're going to stop. Have a praise break. Just worship the Lord. I said, come on. Let's turn the music up. And let's just entertain his presence. I said, every day by the grace of God, we'll have these praise breaks, these moments where we just, as a family, we seek him. We wait on him for him. We put everything else aside and we decide to pursue him with everything that we have. If we're going to see apostolic revival, it's going to happen in our homes first. Mom, dad, we need prayer meetings. Praise God. Can I just tell you something is wrong? Something is wrong. I'm talking to all of us. Oh, I feel this. Let me just pastor y'all for just a moment. Something is wrong if we can only have a prayer meeting when we come together at the church, but we don't have a prayer meeting in our home. Something is wrong. Only time we pray is when we're praying over our food and giving God thanks. If there's no prayer bubbling up, there's no worship bubbling up in our hearts throughout the day. I'm not here to condemn you, but what I'm telling you is get a line and choose to not allow your flesh to dictate the parameters of your walk with God. And then lastly, commitment to prayer and his word. Praise God. The whole team can come. A commitment to prayer and his word. A commitment to prayer and his word. Praise God. I don't typically look in the Old Testament as it relates to specifically Lamentations, the book of Laments, for any comfort. But I found some and I want to share it with you. Look at Lamentations 5, 14. It says, The elders no longer sit in the city gates. The young men no longer dance and sing. The joy has left our hearts. Our dancing has turned to mourning. The garlands have fallen from our heads. Weep for us because we have sinned. Our hearts are sick and weary and our eyes grow dim with tears. For Jerusalem is empty and desolate, a place haunted by jackals. But Lord, you remain the same forever. Your throne continues from generation to generation. Why do you continue to forget us? Why have you abandoned us for so long? Restore us, O Lord, and bring us back to you again. Give us back the joys we once had. Praise God. Give us back the joy we once had. You know what happened here? The house of God was abandoned in this text. The joy of the Lord disappeared. They came back to God and God gives back joy. What is that? That
that's a renewing. In fact, in the King James, it actually uses the word renew. I'm telling you from the text I preach from you today, what do I see? I see renewal. What do I see in this book? I see renewal. David said, create in me a clean heart and renew within me a right spirit. Isaiah said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Paul tells us that our lives can be transformed by the renewing of our minds and the spirit of God renews our spirits. Can I tell you, Isaiah said, I will bring rivers in the desert. That means a renewing that can only come from the spirit of the living God. He's here to renew you today. Praise God. Here's what I'd like us to do. I'd like us to stand. I know you might be at home, but you know what? I feel like let's just put a few things aside for just a moment. Praise God. I feel a shift. Holy Ghost. I feel it. Praise God. Praise God. A few years ago, there's a story of a woman who was driving home from work when she snagged her fender on the bumper of another car. It was a brand new car that she and her husband had just picked out and had just purchased. She was in tears. She was devastated. The driver of the other car was sympathetic, but said they must exchange license and registration numbers and insurance information. And as she reached into the envelope to retrieve the documents, a piece of paper fell out, written on it, not all that neatly, were these words. In case of an accident, Remember, honey, it's you I love, not the car. Let's be renewed. I would wish you a happy new year, but instead I feel like wishing you a happy renew year. Let's see what God is doing in 2021 as we find ourselves getting into alignment with Him. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Join us next week for another message of hope and life in Jesus. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address to all of your friends, extraordinarychurch.ca. We are a young church plant with a lot of people living an extraordinary life in Jesus. If you're looking for a way to become better connected to what God is doing, email us, info at extraordinarychurch.ca. We'd love to hear from you.